The work of a teacher is multifaceted like a diamond. With every shift an educator makes, another need is met and another aspect of learning has the potential to be achieved. But the responsibility that accompanies this power requires a great deal of confidence and self-care to continuously uphold. Like talented educators in music, no diamond shines brighter than Lizzo. With messages of self-love, positivity, and the power of reframing, Lizzo's music perfectly aligns to our need to ground our practice in similarly positive and self-affirming ideals. Let's kick off our shoes, take a deep breath, and focus on you as we explore the music of Lizzo in this episode of GLG's Pop Culture Playground and Six Degrees of Education. Okay, welcome back to the Grounded Learners Guild Pop Culture Summer Playground. The reason we do this is to continue making content, having a little bit of fun over the summer, while still allowing for a more relaxed and fun-centric angle on summer learning and summer content. And to do this, we play a game called Six Degrees of of Agitation. (laughs) Of Agitation. Six Degrees of Flatulation. Six Degrees. (laughs) You're getting your rhymes on. You got some mm-hmm. inner Lizzo there. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> and to do this, we play a game we like to call Six Degrees of Education, where we take a movie, a TV show, or music artist, and we make connections to either characters, songs within that catalog, and so on, just to keep things light and fun. And as per usual, we like to have our norms to keep us as we like to think on track. But we've got three this time, guys. The first one is our typical, trying to keep it within 20 minutes. It's a challenge for us, but we're always down for the challenge because, again, lighter content in the summer. Second one is oftentimes a spoiler alert. We don't have spoilers with music typically, but, you know, you might want to go in and listen to some of the songs prior to listening so you've got some of the context. And then finally, our third one this time is is the language of her music Lizzo is very colorful and so just be aware that there is some profanity we know this is a family show but we wanted to give you that disclaimer as well so what a jump you guys we made a we made a move from talking about the diamond of the season with Bridgerton and now we're just talking straight up diamonds shine and sparkle along with Lizzo you ready yes yes I will now out myself hello my name is Casey and I am a Lizzo super fan in the sense that she is who I listen to on my commute daily. She is who I listen to when I'm having a bad day or a rough time. She is the person I go to to help reframe and change up my mindset. So for those of you who don't know Lizzo, aka you've been living in a rock for a while. Um, she is <laughs> in a rock a, or under a rock? In, in. There's in no a way you can <laughs> escape her music. If you were to hear it, you'd be like, oh, that's Lizzo. Oh, I've heard. She is an American singer, rapper, and songwriter. I did not realize this wonderful, amazing diamond of a human is only 34 years old, but she's okay. got some major bangers that have been around and released since 2015, even before that. So definitely looking forward to highlighting some of her amazing songs today. And before we jump in today, we wanted to give you, our listeners, some context as to where we are, because this is different for us, right, guys? We are in the same location recording. We're in different studios, in different rooms of our podcast retreat house. We're finding ourselves in downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan, recording these. It's fun. We're out of our Chicago set and trying 
trying it out just to do it a little differently this time. And also, there is a rooster out my window. I'm <laughs> legit. We're downtown Grand Rapids. And I'm literally, the first recording we did with Bridgerton, didn't hear it. And here I'm hearing the rooster again that woke me up at 4.30 this morning. I don't understand it. It might come in and out of this. Just wanted to let listeners know that there might be a rooster in the background. I don't know. And also, Casey, what do you got going? She's strategically muting. Why? What's yes, going on with um, you? I have some sort of upper, lower, everywhere respiratory deal. So I sound a little more frog-like, a little more witchy than normal. So I'm going to do my best to power through to create and share some amazing content and connections with our listeners. All right. So there are a couple things that are different, but do your hair toss, check your nails, and let's get going on this. So we're going to kick off with the song, Let Them Say. So what kind of connections can we make to that song, either in its structure, lyrics, musicality, what do we find in? Lizzo is known for collaborating. So she's collaborated with a number of different singers, rappers. Cardi B is probably the one most known, but this one, her collaborator, I forget Caroline who. Smith. I looked it up. You. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. The first couple of lyrics, let them say what they're going to say, to me is reminiscent of one of the high leverage instructional practices a teacher can use with their students, and that's discussion. Give them space to talk. Give them space to to let their ideas free flow form, talk things out. And even if you don't agree with what somebody else has said, it's part of the role of a teacher in helping to form 21st century learners that we learn how to respectfully disagree with one another. So that to me is the connection with let them say what they're going to say. I love, Casey, that you bring in the featuring Caroline Smith. The one that came to mind was I was thinking about how Lizzo is talking and her lyrics, I'm as thick as my skin. Love that. And then when Caroline Smith gets into her song, she actually says, I'm not as thick as my skin. And so what I was thinking about that play on words the two of them are having is this mentorship that Lizzo has for the person in her song that Caroline Smith has. They approach it differently. The body conscious and positive that Lizzo has is that mentorship of, hey, like bringing somebody under your wing and saying, this is how you can really view yourself. And I find that in education, we need those mentors. We need people to take our new to the profession teachers under their wing and say, this is who we are and what we can be. That mentorship piece is really important for retention of staff. So that's the angle I took on it. And I went a completely different direction. This entire song reads like a pep talk about somebody dealing with critique or somebody being hypercritical to them. And so I just think about how important it is for all of us as teachers who give feedback to students, as leaders who give feedback to our fellow staff members or to the people that work within our system, that it is important to consider what type of reaction people will have to the, the feedback that you give them. So obviously, Carolyn and Lizzo are dealing with some sort of really negative comments. They, they're talking about your comments leaves me such a nasty taste. To me, it seems like it is so great that they're dealing with this on such a positive level and just living is the best revenge and let them say how they're going to say. But on the flip side, the fact that they have to do all of this proactive work to get people psychologically okay with the fact that people are going to give them negative feedback seems like something that could be circumvented by learning how to give constructive and positive feedback within our world. Nice. nice. And bonus points for us all being different. Oh yeah, those are always fun. Yeah. 
Well, let's see if we can keep that party going. So the next one is, I feel like I, I'm not going to do this justice saying it out loud as girls, but it's like grr, yeah. like grr, like a tiger girls. Yeah. What are some connections we're making here? So this one to me reflects teaming, but I'm going to take it to another level. This is one of those songs that is language warning, um, <laughs> but, and it does have like this dark, I'm going to fight that, you know what thing. But to mm-hmm. me, it's reminiscent of like a really strong co-teaching partnership. Like you, I know, I know it's a little aggressive. It's a little, <laughs> a little a, say little is, is really a lot. Cause that's my girl. We codependent. If she's with it, then I'm with it. Like when a really strong co-teaching partnership, nobody can say, Oh, that's my teacher. They're both my teacher. The students view both co-teaching partners equally and preview for season three coming up. We're going to do a special episode about co-teaching. So to me, that's what I think of when I think of girls having a really strong co-teaching partnership. And she also says, yeah, we tussle, mind your business. Sometimes we are going to disagree in that co-teaching partnership, but ultimately that disagreement does, when funneled, create the best possible learning outcome for all students in that classroom. Dang, Veach, you know, we get bonus points for talking through previous episodes, but this might be a first where you're bringing up future future episodes. Way to connect. Nice work. My connection for this particular song is the part of the lyrics where it's throw some bows. And yes, Casey's mentioning it's pretty aggressive. (laughs) What I'm thinking about that is just the power of teams. You need your people. Yes, we don't condone violence. However, you want to have people that are going to go to bat for you. And so I love that. I connected to both of what you guys said, and I'm also going to connect it to a couple of different episodes. Our very first episode, we talked about the power of your guild. And we also covered in our Mean Girl centric episode from season two, talking about toxic guilds. I think this song just oscillates back and forth between Mm. seeming like a very powerful, good, positive guild and being a little bit toxic. A couple of the things I noticed were this idea of we're CEOs and my best friend, she's the only one I know to talk me off the deep end. Like those seem like good guild qualities. Like you help each other, you elevate each other, you make each other feel like, like a boss in a manner of speaking and you do good things for each other's mentality and work. I think when we get to the point where it becomes combative and they're fighting and that same thing that Casey brought up, that we codependent reminds me of that group think that can come up in like the toxic plastics kind of guild. Maybe it's better for somebody not to automatically jump into a fight just because one of their girls is fighting. There's a little bit of both. The song's just having fun. And I'm going to own this also. I used to be a person who threw elbows when I would dance at clubs just because I want, <laughs> Why doesn't that just wanted to dance with <laughs> the girls. I didn't want some dude up there. So just like throw <laughs> elbows at them. So like we understand it. I think now as like a mature adult and putting it in the professional world, you want to support your guild and elevate them without being combative or indulging in groupthink. There's a line to walk and the song falls on both sides of it. Way to bookend this degree, you two. Casey with the future reference and Emily pulling back to not only one, but two of our previous episodes. Love it. Lizzo lets us bring it all in. So along those lines, we're going to stick on the topic of girls here and switch it to like a girl. So what are we thinking? Now, just bear with me. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a roundabout one, and I believe I will get there. This song is really about female empowerment, like being able to come into your own, be who you want to be. And I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction and talk about 
agency and choice when it comes to an adult learner. Imagine Lizzo is one of your PD attendees. How are you going to help her come into her own show who she is, given that she has this strong sense of confidence, strong sense of self, and having an awareness of what it takes to support that particular learner in adopting a new initiative and change. So to bring back our personality puzzle, having a sense of how can I support this kind of confident and exceptional, like this is probably an example of an exceptional teacher who does good work. How can you tailor learning as a leader to meet that person where they're at? Oh, you guys are neck and neck in the referencing of all of our episodes. I love it. So for mine, I had pulled on and thought through the lyrics where she brings up Lauren Hill and Serena Williams as being people that she's really admired and looked up to and has influenced her work or maybe influenced her mindset. And we mentioned this in the Bridgerton episode about representation matters. And while that's still the case, and I think fits here, it can also be extended to the idea of seeing it to be it. You need to see people in that role, even just being strong female boss lady or whatever it might be, or just really good at your craft and talented in who you are. And we want a diverse representation of the types of people out there so that people can believe in themselves because they are seeing themselves in roles that they hope to someday find themselves in. I'm so close to you on this one, really close. But the word that I had in my head was modeling. So I think about how powerful it is to model something or show somebody or, and then have them. So like I do, you do, we do. If you notice multiple times through this, she even like throws words that imply that she's modeling. I'm going to show you how Mm -hmm. I do. Look at, like, watch me do it. It's just, she keeps saying like, watch me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you how it works. And then the implication is that whoever is listening to this song will also do that thing. So it reminds me of the actual instructional practice of modeling and how that can be powerful. But that plays so deeply into what you're saying, Jenny, too, about Mm -hmm. how important it is to see who's doing the modeling Mm -hmm. and how inclusive they are about it. It's all here in this song. I think I just zoomed in on it a little bit differently, but yeah. That ripple effect is so powerful. So much. Yeah, we're going to keep rolling through the Lizzo tracks. And the next song is Worship. So what can we do with this one? Another full disclaimer, this one doesn't have the colorful language, but the topic itself is very suggestive. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, it's a little, they're not talking about really going to church. I'm going to focus on one key part, and it's going to tie into an episode from our previous pop culture playground. It's part of the chorus, hands to the sky, show me that you're mine. That reminds me of engagement right? Getting people invested and which also adds to the dirty part. You got to be engaged. (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) Don't make her laugh too much, guys. She'll get in a coughing fit. Oh, she's muted. There it goes. We're going to wait for you, Casey. There we go. No. She's back. And really, it just ties into engagement, feeling a connection with your subject, feeling a connection mm-hmm. with the learning content. This is just sounding dirtier and dirtier. <laughs> um, and to me, worship really does sound like you are here, you are with me, you are in this moment, and you're totally bought in to the learning that's in front of you. I'm going to make the connection. You know, we have our three spheres of teaming or education or leadership. This one touched on leadership for me. And I'm thinking about a past episode. I know I'm behind the eight ball on this episode of 
of bonus points, but I'm thinking back to imposter syndrome. And I feel like this is an antidote to imposter syndrome when you have your anthem, when you have your power to help you get through the day. Casey, you mentioned on your way to work, you're listening to her nearly daily. This is the power of music and what it can do. And when you think of worship, worship is a form of singing and music, if you think of it, even in the church sphere. Yeah. So it is important to have your music that helps pump you up, helps you get to that level of confidence you need to be who you are, and the antidote, as I mentioned, to your imposter syndrome. Oh, I love that. It's like her focal point in this song. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mine was similar again, but my word that I locked into was buy-in. So when you think about buy-in and what it needs to look like, a couple of lines I zeroed in on were, no, I ain't talking about my word, just my work. So that people will buy into that leadership concept to you, buy into leaders whose work speaks for itself, who are capable of doing things and accomplishing things and leading in a way that isn't all talk, but has meaningful practice and success behind it. That's a really important thing for buy-in. And I also just really like that patiently, quietly, faithfully. It doesn't have to be loud and overt and you can still quote unquote worship, but buy into whatever concept or philosophy or practices that you're embracing, your buy-in can be steadfast and really powerful without being loud, overt, and extroverted. I think of our introverted teacher friends there on that one too. So, you know, there's so many tie-ins here with this, but Mm -hmm, I just keep coming back to buy-in on this. This singer of this song expects buy-in and they're getting it just in different ways. I love the connection you're making to leadership. And when we think about the servant leadership, when you're trying to get people open to change, another preview of something in season three, we're going to be talking about those words of quietly, patiently, faithfully. If you have those attributes or those behaviors, it's going to help make change a little bit easier for people to adopt. So that's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Yes. So that was fun. Man, these connections are flying with this one. I think the power of Lizzo is becoming really apparent here. And Norm checked, so we'll run through these as quickly as we can right now. Speed round. All right. So the next one is uh, Lizzo's cover of the Bee Gees staying alive. Thoughts? Mine's quick, so I'll go first. I'm just thinking of classics. And when you think of education and teaching, we've got our classic strategies, the ones that are are tried and true that work with students. No matter the season, no matter the developmental stage of your students that you go back to. But what I love about this song is what she does is she takes it and makes it her own. She innovates and she adds her own twist to it to make it hers as well. Ties back to that ripple effect Emily was talking about with modeling. There's mine. Mine's right there with yours too, Jenny. It was almost the same thing, just that in education, nothing is new under the sun, but you have to adapt things in ways that are quick tweaks that make it more modern. And really, she seems to only change like one lyric. She just changes Mm -hmm. woman's man to I'm a woman. No time to yeah. talk, yep. you know, so she makes it look <laughs> weak, but it modernizes the whole song with one little change. It's so important, but you can do it in your instructional practices too. Echoing what you said, remixing, making instructional practices your own. I think this is a powerful song for our new incoming teacher crop. We thank you and feel like you never have to start from scratch. Lean on your mentor teachers, your veteran teachers, so that you can find what your instructional practices look like. There's nothing wrong with easing in, starting slow, and changing one little thing. 
Awesome. All right. So last one, we still have to go kind of quick on this one because of our norms, but the last one, sorry, language about damn time. Let's go. Now I'm going to bring in the world of SEL, social emotional learning in particular self-awareness. And this is where she is self-aware. Her lyrics are talking through this song and knowing who she is and knowing her current state and where she needs to be and where she wants to go. And so I really feel like that self-awareness piece is important. Again, no matter what whether it's another industry, education, leadership, self-awareness is key. We talked about that in our episode with Carla, with that particular episode on the Great British Bake Off, and it holds the key. That self-awareness holds the key to our purpose and calling. I really believe that. I love the particular SEL focus you just took on that. Mine was similar too. And really, I just read this almost like a hand on the pulse of where we're at and where we've been, been so down and under pressure. I'm not the girl substitute student or teacher or leader I used to be. I think so many of us were really bogged down and stressed and hurt and dealt with some really tough times through the pandemic. And it's just a moment to acknowledge that. But this song almost reads like a wish list for like where you want people to be like next year. Like we just hope that people are going to start to feel like they're going to be all right and that they can get pumped up and excited and confident again in the things that we do as educators or as learners. I want this so badly for all of us and our teachers and hopefully self-awareness, like you said, and SEL practices, Jenny, will be one of the avenues that get us there. Yep. And ditto this to me reads simply just like a love letter to SEL and self-awareness. And I know a lot of us are sometimes feeling like self-care is a dirty word. So Mm -hmm. instead, speak about or think about self-care as about damn time. (laughs) Yeah. And like she has a plan. She knows what she needs to get out of this bunk and is able to move on, whether it's two shots in your cup, whether that's turning up the music, finding a way to re-click your brain back into a positive way of dealing with the pressures that you're feeling. Positive for you is not necessarily a bad thing, whatever that looks like. All right. So that then finishes our list of connections. So we are moving on to our little mini game at the end of this episode. And I'm going to do a brief explanation of what's going on here with this game. All of this boils down to we're going to give Casey Veach, our resident Lizzo superfan, and all of her to and from commute listening a test here. And this is an adaptation of a game that folks have played with Christmas song titles before. I used to do this with my own students when we would study vocabulary. It would take big words and replace the words of the actual song. So it would be like embellish the corridors and it's deck the halls. So you use Mm -hmm. big vocab words to replace a more well-known lyric and then see if people can guess what it is. So bear with us. This is the first time we've ever played this game, especially spoken out loud. So I might have to repeat a little bit here, but I have taken Lizzo songs that we have not discussed yet and vocabulary vocabularyized that's a terrible word <laughs> vocab vocab you need some more vocab i vocabified them that's a word <laughs> we're just making up a new one i took some of the lyrics of the songs and made them higher vocabulary and a little bit harder to immediately discern what they are so we'll see if casey can guess these songs with her okay. english major awesomeness and her lizzo knowledge working i'm in ready here I'm ready for it so jenny you are going to be serving as our judge here so i am about to send you a text that has all of the song lyrics and song titles in it. Stand by. All right. Let me know when you got I got them. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So let's go. So the first one that I have here is my primary recreational associate, bin me to ensconce in the arranged seating of an establishment devoted to the accomplishment of comaliness. Long one. 
What the actual F? (laughs) You should have had me write these, not Emily and her humongous Rolodex of OCAM. I have it in front of me and I'm like, (laughs) holy crap, I have it in Um, front of me and this is hard. Yeah, dangerous game. I'm also an English major. I'm not giving up. Hold on. I'm trying to find the songs that we haven't mentioned. Oh, we did. We didn't have established rules. No, you didn't. But I think these are so hard. She can't. I think you can look it up. (laughs) Yeah. And if you wave the white flag, I will tell you. I'm not waving the white flag. We will. (laughs) She refuses. Say it again. My primary recreational associate bid me to ensconce in the arranged seating of an establishment devoted to the accomplishment of comaliness. What is comaliness? Comaliness is beauty, prettiness. Did you know those words or did you just specifically look them up for this? Ensconce is the only one I looked up. Okay. And what does ensconce mean? Sit. Sit. Oh, duh. I knew that. (laughs) You are stubborn. I love it. (laughs) She doesn't like to lose, folks. No. (laughs) Competition time. I will say this. Turnabout is fair play. At some point, you get to do this. Yeah, I will because this is freaking (laughs) rude. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just gonna say juice no okay thank you for finally guessing yeah yeah <laughs> sorry i will give you the quote best friend sat me down in a salon chair oh <laughs> <laughs> do you get it yeah, now a salon chair. my primary recreational cute. associate is my best yeah. friend bid me to ensconce is sat me down in the arranged seating of an establishment devoted to the accomplishment of comeliness is in the salon chair. Oh, that's just rude. <laughs> we are all she's showing off vocabulary isn't she, today, bitch? but Casey might punch me when we're done recording. That's the danger of recording all in one building. So are you ready for another round or are you going to punch me first? Truth yep. Yep. is the song. Yep. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll give you a point for right song. The two point option okay. is not this time. Okay. okay. So one out of two points. The next one, I will read the quote again and be thinking of it as probably a longer version than the actual quote. Okay. And this quote is, in a scenario where your paramour ceases to adulate and cherish you, the appropriate action is to egress your resplendent posterior. Oh, I know what posterior means. (laughs) See, once you get one word. Yes. We're so good. Posterior. (laughs) (laughs) I left so hard writing this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling not to hum. Right. Them. You're getting it, aren't you? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> well, I have the answers in front of me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have no idea. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, I'm going to go with what I think the real lyric is to start. Ooh, yes. All right. If he don't let you anymore, yes. just walk your fun. Out the door. Yes. That is good as hell. Good as you hell. did it. You did it. Woo-hoo! You did it. You are redeemed with a complete two point score. It's probably worth more Woo-hoo! than two points at this point, but and we got her to sing yep. with that yeah. throat. Got with singing that. and got it. So now you now you're crushing it. That first one was long and hard. Oh. You are redeeming yourself. All right. So let's see if you can get the last one. My current state of being is congenital, nullifying any degree of requisite endeavorment. Like, these sound like Shakespearean lines, the way you write them. <laughs> like, it's just rude. <laughs> I love Shakespeare. Okay, I'm going to try. If I'm shining, everybody going to shine. I was born like this, don't even got to try. 
That was it. The second line. You got <laughs> it. Because congenital means so that you were born with. Yes, and then yes. requisite endeavorment is like effort. So nullifying so that any is, degree. That is juice. Yes. That is juice. You did it, Veach. You redeemed yourself. Well done. <laughs> and so for that win, Casey Veach, you have gotten yourself a gift certificate to go get your nails done. There is one constraint. They need to be longer than four inches. Oh, I could not. I can't work <laughs> like that. I can't. Well, that's your prize. You're gonna have <laughs> right. to. Uh, you it. also win somebody to type and do stuff for you, and a diamond encrusted Lizzo superfan badge. Can I request someone find my phone so I can get the hell home? <laughs> 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 and on that, let's make a wrapping it up. And that's it for another GLG minisode. Six degrees of education. A sincere thank you for joining us on this journey as we continue to advocate for adult learners and aim to contribute to this community with genuine conversations about education, leadership, and topics that matter to you. If you'd like to connect, you can find us on our website, thegroundedlearnersguild.com, and on Twitter, at GroundedLGuild, at CVeacher, at TechCoachM, and at Jenny Labrie, using the hashtag GLGPodChat. As usual, feedback is a powerful tool that allows us to be responsive to the topics that matter to you most. If you haven't yet already or are finding us for the first time, how about leaving us a review? It helps us to improve our work, allows us to bring you quality and customized content, and assists others in finding our guild as well. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream. That way, you'll be notified with a reminder when our newest episodes drop. Thanks again for joining us, Casey, Emily, and me, Jenny, on this mini-sode of the Grounded Learners Guild. See you at the next Guild meeting. And even though it's summer, do your best to stay grounded.